What's going on, everybody? I'm Mara. And I'm Tess. And welcome back to Sisters Who Kill. All right, y'all. A little bit of a trigger warning this week. Although this week does have to do with a minor, no minors were hurt or harmed during this episode. So this week's players are Angelique Angel Sutton, the victim, Patrick Bradley, Angelique's fiance and boyfriend of eight years, and Stephen Prelo, Ashley's boyfriend, and Ashley Wade, our murderess. Our story begins with Angelique Sutton, also known as Angel. She was born in the Bronx. She was a PK, so her dad was a pastor and like a reverend doctor. And her mom was also a pastor. Everybody that knew Angel, they loved her. They were like, she's, you know, a God-fearing little girl. She's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She takes school very seriously. And when she was 14 years old, she met this guy named Patrick Bradley. And they fell in love pretty quickly. Like, they were in love their entire school career. They dated for Sound eight like years. Somebody I, know. I know, but they're in... Well, I guess they were as well. I was going to say they're in love, but so is Angel and Patrick. Like, uh, those people that actually make it through high school. I thought high school sweethearts were like a scam and only for the movies, but I've actually seen it happen. Middle school sweethearts. Like, yeah. Like, but I've seen it happen, and people actually, like, are really in love. It's not on, like, some, uh, what's the name from Abbott Elementary? (laughs) Quita. Quita. That's her real name. I can't remember her name in the show, but I love that shit. But anyways, they had dated for eight years, and throughout that time, she graduated middle school, high school, and college, and she went to St. John's University, and when she graduated, she graduated with a degree in criminal justice. So after eight years being together, she finally got her degree, and she was like, all right, I think, they were both like, all right, I think that it's time to take the next steps in our relationship and go ahead and lock this thing down, you know, get in with the eyes of the Lord, Marriage, that's what I'm talking about. Also, they found out that they were pregnant. Yes, they were pregnant, and they were due December 2nd. So, you know, you know, church folks. <laughs> you got to cross that line, jump over that broom before got, the baby cross oh, over. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, <laughs> they were going to name her Genesis. Now, this is Genesis with a J. I've always liked naming the first child Genesis. Like, you know, in the Bible, Genesis. First of all, she's a preacher kid. And that's why know. that's why I was confused with it being with a J, but I guess like if you see she's gotta put her own spin on it. But her mama's name had like a J in it. Her name is Angel Leek and it's like Angel I K Q U E. So it's very We like to have fun with our names. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, we cool over here. And you know, I know a lot of church people and they be the main ones with some crazy names. Crazy names. I mean the Bible names is crazy. My name is a Bible name. And there are some Bible names that are crazy. They ain't all Mary and Joseph. <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely right. So they found out that they were having a baby girl. And 
Angel, she did, you know, what most new mothers do. Most new mothers, you know, they're posting on Facebook. They're very excited. She's like, me and my man, we have, we're doing this thing. And everybody knows that they've been together forever. So this is a really exciting thing. While she was posting on Facebook, this girl that she actually went to elementary school, her name is Ashley Wade, she reached out and was like, oh, my goodness, girl, I'm pregnant too. Like, friends, besties. And I get it. Like, I, I'm sure two of my friends were pregnant at the same time. And they got way closer during that time because you, it's really nice to have somebody to talk to. So she was kind of reaching out on that tip. And then you got to think, she's like 22. Right. And so the pool of pregnant people was probably a lot smaller. Yeah. Than it was for your friends, what, last year in like 26, 27, you know? Right. Because that's the age that most, yeah. So she's reaching out. They're having a good time. They're kiki and they're hanging out. And you know, Angel's like, I'm pregnant. Ashley's like, I'm pregnant. We're gonna, we're both having a baby girl. Like, this is amazing. The two get close. They're kikiing. They do the whole baby thing. The baby shower. The toys. The baby things. The baby needs. Uh, what to expect when expecting. All that stuff. Um, Ashley has her baby shower. Angelique has her baby shower. And, you know, they're friends. They're bonding. They are both getting ready in their own families and they're with their own men. Getting ready to welcome these babies into the world. So, in 2014, Ashley and Steven, they had gotten pregnant, but it turns out that maybe like four months into it, Ashley had a miscarriage or something. So, this was like her rainbow baby. Right. She's like, okay, pregnant again. You know, we're going to try this again. And, you know, thank you for this miracle, you know, right? So, Ashley and Steven are happy to be pregnant. They got their registry up, posted on Facebook for anybody who wants to help out and show a little love to the baby. They're posting a sonogram pictures like, oop, is it a boy or a girl? We don't know yet. (laughs) And they're just having so much fun getting ready for their baby, right? And all this time, you know, they're hanging out or Ashley's hanging out with Angelique and they're getting closer, they're baby shopping together, and their due dates were kind of close t- together, right? Ashley was supposed to have her baby November 16th, and November 16th came, and November 16th passed, and Ashley was still pregnant. So, you know, Steven on Facebook talking about, you know, that baby taking his time, but we ready for her when she coming, you know? And remember, Angel's due date was December 2nd, right? right. Really close. Really close, right? But she had another big date coming up before this. On November 20th, 2015, Angel and Patrick were set to get married. They uh, didn't do nothing too big, you know, a little modest wedding. They went down. They had plans to go down to the courthouse and, you know, tie the knot and get ready for their life with baby Genesis Going coming. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. You know, November 20th comes... Ashley is still pregnant, y'all, and it's time for Angel's wedding day. So Ashley hits Angel up, and she was like, hey, girl, today's the big day, you know, on your way to the chapel. You should swing by here. I've got some stuff for you and the baby. So she's like, okay, I'll hit you up on the way to the courthouse. (laughs) So Patrick Bradley, he's already there. Him and his dad, they're waiting for Angel to come. Girls be late. I know I do. And Angel's like, you know, be there in a minute. So... She makes a little detour over to Ashley's house, right? And then she's like, oh, girl, come inside. I got your gifts. Are you excited for today? You know, small talk gets her in. Right. And Angelique is there, eight and a half months pregnant. And once she gets inside, Ashley takes a knife and starts slitting her throat, stabbing her. She cut her voice box out of her throat. 
and is stabbing her multiple times in the chest everywhere, avoiding her belly. Angel dies, and she's just laying on the ground in her pool of blood, but Ashley is not done yet. She grabs a paring knife, and she starts to cut Angel's belly from the bottom, and is basically giving her a C-section, and takes out her entire uterus, and takes the baby. So, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I just want to clarify for y'all. She takes out the entire uterus, which you don't need to do. They don't do that in a C-section. Then cuts the placenta and takes her out of the placenta. Like whole, like, like it, her like a fish. Yes. So she wraps the baby up in a blanket. She gets the baby a bottle. And she calls her boyfriend, Steven. She says, hey, baby, guess what? I just gave birth. Our baby girl is here. Also, I did something really bad. Which is a weird sentence to get, right? Like, hey, I just had our bundle of joy, and I, I really fucked up. <laughs> and I'm like, is it my baby? Is What's it going you? on? She was like, you better come to the house quick. And all this time, Patrick is at the courthouse waiting on his wife. So Stephen shows up to Ashley's house and is like, all right, ready to see the baby, right? Ashley is holding the baby wrapped in a blanket, and Angelique is lying in a pool of her own blood. Ashley is like, here's the baby, here's the baby. And Stephen is like, something is wrong <laughs> and i think it's the dead girl's body i think that's what's wrong i think that's what's wrong and, and her stomach cut open on the floor i think that she, might be she, it. something's off so steven goes out and steven calls the police right when the cops arrive ashley is like holding the baby and she's screaming this is my baby this is my baby and then like the police you know like no one's saying that it's not right she's holding a baby it's a newborn she's screaming this is my baby and then she admits to the police i killed somebody and but she's still saying you know this is my baby um no question about it they take the baby they take ashley and they take angelique's body to the montefiore medical center in the bronx so all the while patrick and his dad are still at the courthouse uninformed of what's going on Uh, right i can't imagine being him like i love this girl since i was 14 you know and i'm sitting here waiting to put that ring on her finger where she at and she's been dreaming about this since we was kids (sighs) boy that is man so you know after she doesn't show he gets a call from nypd and they're like listen angelique has been through a gruesome attack and we need you to meet us at the montefiore medical center they said, Patrick hears this news. He falls out like, what the, you know, passes out real quick. He comes to the head to the hospital. When he gets there, they tell him that Angelique is dead. So he's just lost the love of his life. And so obviously his next concern is she was pregnant. Did my baby make it? His baby actually did make it. And his baby was there. But when he tried to go see her, they told him no. And when they asked why... They said, because you are not the father. The daddy, Stephen, has been up here with this baby, sir. And we already know that this is not your kid. You know, they've, like, Ashley, (laughs) Ashley has brought this baby in. You know, hey, y'all check up on my baby. Is she okay or whatever? This is the daddy. They've already registered this baby. She's like, I just gave birth. Like, (laughs) you know? So the reason that they did not believe that Patrick was the baby daddy and actually believed that Stephen was the baby daddy is because Ashley when she got there, refused to consent to a medical exam. So, you know, if you, at the doctor, you say, don't touch me, don't touch me. You know, they they can't do shit. But if you say, this is my newborn baby that I just gave birth to at the house, don't touch me, I guess they still have to honor that. 
Yeah, they yeah, can't. Wild. They can't. It's true. It's you can refuse medical attention. You sure can. And I think they let. Her, I think actually let them check out the baby and make sure the baby's okay. It was just like y'all just don't touch me, you know. Right. Patrick was not having none of this shit. He started raising hell at the hospital. He was like, get a fucking DNA test on that kid. That is my baby. Get her out of my face. Let somebody let me see something. He starts like there was a newspaper article said that there was a disturbance that was caused at the hospital. No, I (laughs) I believe that nigga was raising hell. He started. So they ended up getting a DNA test. Imagine he's like, they're like, this is baby's natural. He's like, yes, the fuck it is. And you just have to stand and know that that you still have to stand and know that. And the issue is, you know, Stephen has believed <laughs> that this is his baby. That <laughs> this is his baby, and Ashley has been pregnant this whole time. He's like, no, nah, we we <laughs> we found out we did a sonogram. You know, no, nah, this is our baby. She told me she had birth. They they, they tripping, but clearly this is my baby because Ashley has formulated this entire lie and has kept it up for months. Right. Yeah, you know how hard it is to keep that big of a lie for months with the nigga that you probably living with. So the DNA test comes back, and the baby is Patrick's. Not Stevens. And baby Genesis is healthy. And she only suffered minor injuries. Extremely Mm -hmm. minor injuries. And she goes home with her father and her grandparents that night. Now the next day, Ashley is like, okay, that's not my baby. (laughs) You got me. And she tells them this story instead. Okay. She says that Angelique showed up to Ashley's house unprovoked, uninvited, and Ashley's like, oh, hey, girl, lets her through the door. And then she says that Angelique begins verbally attacking her, like, on some elementary school beef. I really petty... Remember back in elementary school when you did this, 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 and this to me? Like, that's what she's worried about on her wedding day. Girl, that's what I'm... I am... Fucking 15 years later. Are you kidding me? That is... And we hang out. Why would I be mad about what? On my wedding day? I felt so upset and enraged by this that I stopped to you to confront you. On my wedding day? In elementary school? Like, is I was thinking earlier, I was like, man, if I have my wedding day and I don't have, like, a shit ton of champagne, I'm not going to have a good time. So I was thinking maybe, like... <laughs> I was like, man, what is a wedding day pregnant, right? But I... Uh, not enough to make me go confront somebody. I, I just Anybody. Couldn't even imagine stopping. If she just said, I had gifts, I'll pick it up to you tomorrow to my wedding day. Drop it we'll by the still, house. We'll still give a fuck about seeing. You know what I mean? Right. So, because of this elementary school beef that they that those two have between each other, she says that Angelique, who... Remember, is eight and a half months pregnant. Attacked Ashley in her own house, in her own kitchen, with a knife. And Ashley had to act in self-defense. So she took the knife. And she was just like... She said, I had like an extreme emotional disturbance. and, And she was stabbing Angelique. And Angelique died. 
And then she said that she was sitting there. She was like, I was sitting there and I was just thinking, I was just thinking about my baby, you know, like I was pregnant and I lost the baby. And I was just thinking about this baby that I lost. And I was like, I have to save this baby. And the police are like, girl, what? She was arrested, clearly, and taken to the psych ward at Elmhurst Hospital. Two weeks later, she was arraigned, you know, on second-degree murder charges, second-degree kidnapping, and criminal possession of a weapon. She pled not guilty. She was held without bond. And Angelique, her family had to pick up the pieces of what was supposed to be, like, a beautiful wedding day, and now plan a funeral but they said that her funeral was overwhelming with support and love and the people that came like a thousand people came Mm -hmm. i don't know a thousand people right now that would come to my funeral that's what i said do not know i do not know a thousand people right now but about a thousand people came to pay their respects it was like standing room only people outside of the church house to you know lift this family in support two years later Ashley gets ready to go to trial. Take that shit to trial, bitch. Take that shit to trial. So the prosecution is arguing that Ashley killed Angel with the sole intent of taking the baby. And they can prove that because, according to the Emmys report, she made sure to avoid the belly. She made sure to cut it in a way that would not harm the baby when she cut the baby out. Like... She did it kind of right. It, it, like she Not did. that whole removing the uterus, but everything else was... She didn't harm it. And it was like, this is going to take at least a bit of research. There's no way you don't have any medical experience. You haven't looked this up at all. You just... you No way you could have lucky guessed your way through this. Like, you know? So... Also, you know... You, you've been around pregnant people. And I've been around pregnant people. And they just, like, look up everything. So even, oh, like, the even the <laughs> obsession with, like, the fact that you're going to have a baby at any stage. Like, they looked at Weird all- shit comes to their head and they're like, okay, what would I do in this one situation? Of my friends, one of my friends had a C-section and I didn't even know it. Like, her baby daddy sent, like, a picture of her laying there. I was like, the baby's here. And the other friend was like, that's C-section. You see all, everything that's happening here? And I was like, no, I just see that the baby's here. <laughs> my friend's laying there. We're having a good time. And, like... I remember them being like, yeah, we've watched, like, so many videos of Mm -hmm. a baby being born and uh, how a C-section happened. So she probably, I mean, it could have just been that. I guess. Because if her Google search history is baby shit, then who, Not a strong argument. Right. But she wasn't pregnant. The defense is like, no, it's the self-defense that she claimed earlier. So the prosecution is just like, yeah, this was calculated. She needed... She needed Angelique to die, and she needed Genesis to live. She just needed a baby, and Angelique was that vessel. So the defense is like, no, 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 no. You heard the lady. She said it's self-defense. But prosecution's like, okay, if it's self-defense, why she ain't call the police and ask for help? Why would she come over there talking about elementary school beef on her wedding day? Like, your story's not adding up since it's not strong enough. We're not buying it, Okay. The story's not adding up, and she needs to be found guilty for murder and kidnapping, right? So they're also they also find out like when she was originally pregnant and she lost the baby. She did not tell her family what happened. She didn't talk to friends about it, and I can understand it being a private situation and you not wanting to talk about it. But the fact that nobody really knows, like you know. Something happened with the baby and she just don't talk about it. You know, very guarded situation. And then the police 
didn't have any evidence that she was ever pregnant. They don't know if she was pregnant this time and lost the baby. They don't know if she was never pregnant to begin with because when they went to the hospital, she refused to be looked at. So they, they had... Seems like something you could subpoena though, right? Yeah, I feel like after she's at the psych ward, they would have to like check her out. So the defense is like, no, no, no. It's self-defense. She rescued the baby. She's not guilty. And they, like, go back over the story that she told the police that. And she gets on the stand, and she's cross-examined by her lawyer. And she says, before I spoke to the detectives, I thought that baby was mine. She says, I knew something was wrong because I didn't remember her coming out of me. And I didn't remember taking my pants off. But she's, like, on the stand saying, no, I meant it when I said that was my baby. That was my baby. And I don't know how I had my baby, but my baby was here, okay? Can't explain it, but she mine. So they asked her, did you kill your friend to steal her baby? She says, no. And she says after the attack, she thought both the baby and Angel died, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like... I was just upset that the baby was dead. Like, it was just taking me back to that place when I lost my first baby, you know? So I just I just wanted to get to that baby. And when she started screaming, I just was crying, and I felt so happy. Okay, I get that, right? Like, the moment that a baby screams, I mean, you know, and cries, like, their first breath into the world, like, I get that sense of joy. But how does she confuse that joy of, yes, a baby is alive with... That is my child. I don't know. Your mind will do some crazy tricks on you, bro. You're right. Because I think especially if that's something that she was really struggling with, babies are easy to form an attachment with. And I just remember, like, when I was there with Bree, like, yeah, he's my nephew, and I already love him. Right. But I was there through, I was with her in the delivery room. I stayed with her a week after. I let her sleep that first week. I stayed up at night with the baby. I stayed up in the morning. I was the one who didn't Mm -hmm. get her to sleep that first week. And when I had to leave, I was like, he's going to need me. I'm just supposed to, I just, I took care of him this first week and I'm supposed to abandon him. I was like, I mean, I have to get back home, but my baby. And it was just like. Yeah. So. But that's not. Your baby. But, you know. If there was a snap, I could see how that attachment would just because babies will make you lock in boy Ashley goes on to accuse detectives of forcing her to make a false confession in her initial interview she said they were calling me a liar and I was crazy if I uh, turned in my statement with the you know like with the original story mm-hmm. they said that it didn't sound right it sounded crazy and she said I didn't want to sound crazy so she was like it's almost like it clouded her judgment but she didn't feel like her judgment was crowded because she was like in my head, you know, again, she was really mine, and I had to I had to save her. I had to save my baby. <laughs> you know what? In saying that, it made me think of something. I was watching some TV show, as I do, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody was, was experiencing a loss, right? But the issue was they lost their baby. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. They lost their baby, right? But one of these doctor shows. The dad, the mom was in a coma. The dad had to make a call on what to do to save them. The was baby. it like a, a save the wife or save the baby type of situation? No, it was like do this surgery or don't do the surgery and your baby has a chance of dying either way, right? Mm. And the dad made the call and the baby died. And when the mom woke up from the coma, her baby was gone. So it was like she, when she went in, she had a baby. And when she came out, they were both in a car accident. When she came out, she didn't, right? And I think she was in a coma for like two weeks. So the dad had been grieving this loss and then the mom comes out of the coma, you know, and... 
she she was acting she she was carrying around this baby and they was like we don't think you've gotten a chance to let go and they had to recreate it so that she had a chance to make a decision and then the baby still died but now her brain could accept that she lost the baby you know what I mean? um you know it's kind of like um it reminds me of i think it's a therapy technique when people like lose a baby or if it or suffering some type of loss some type of attachment i think it's like a I don't know what it's called, like a real baby, like a um, baby alive. Do you remember those? Mm -hmm. So when Angelique is on the stand, they ask her, they're like, how many times did you stab her? And she looks and she's just like, as many times as I could. That's crazy, man. And But again, that's when they say those psychotic breaks are the ones where they just can't stop, you know? Angelique's body was completely mutilated and you know the jury members they have to see all of the they have to see all the evidence like the raw evidence the real shit like going being a jury member is not like you know listening to a true crime podcast like you have to see all of it and the crime scene in Angelique's body was so gruesome that one of the jury members passed the fuck out in the, they had to, like, stop court for the day. Yeah, it was, like, clear the room. The Emmy had to check her out. Yeah, she or he had a fit. Like, whew. I don't know if I would have passed out. I think my stomach can handle it. But, you know, some people can't handle blood. Might have threw up. Yeah? You think so? They said that they had to see the pictures of her stomach all chopped up. They had to look at her I mean, uterus and shit all over. Which the side. was on the floor. You know what next I'm saying? To her. I mean, yeah. Looking at her throat box on the ground beside her. Her throat all cut open like that. So the trial lasted for two weeks, and the jury, it took them about five hours to deliberate. And on after two weeks of trial, the jury took five hours to deliberate, and on October 15th, 2017, Ashley Wade was convicted of second-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. So, um, you know, they have to go away and then come back figure out what her sentence would be and she was sentenced to 40 years to life 25 years for the murder of angelique sutton and 15 for the kidnapping of genesis bradley ashley was like super apologetic during her closing statement the judge wasn't moved i wasn't moved i don't know if any of y'all were moved um and said that Ashley is not insane, that, you know, trying to plead insanity was not going to be it because she was prepared. (laughs) You know better, but she was prepared. And she, like, we still have no evidence that you were actually ever pregnant. And it seems like you studied to figure out what this surgery was. You used multiple knives. Like, you had absolutely no thought about somebody else's life other than your own. Well, I guess other than the baby. You had no care for angel like none so that was the sentence that she got you know angel angelique's dad reverend doctor he and the family they were just you know really happy that justice was served you know you know church folks they said they're gonna lean on god they that's all they could do at the time you know and they said they just wanted to make sure that people remember that god is the only thing that will help their family and ashley so that's where they're at and oh we forgot to say it earlier but the way those parents found out angel's parents said that they were watching the news and they saw you know woman gets baby cut out of her stomach and kidnapped or whatever like that and they're like oh my goodness that's horrible bless her heart just to find out hours later that that's their child 
Did you see that? No. I thought, so who was at the hospital? They got to the hospital, but they saw it on the news first. Oh, my And they was gosh. like, that poor thing that just bless her heart. And come to find out it was their daughter. Because she, they have to, I tried, I'm sure it took a little while to identify her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Patrick was probably waiting at, with his dad. They said it was just Patrick and his dad. Yeah. Think about it. You and your dad at the, at you know the altar. I mean? And y'all ain't nobody showing up. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I feel bad for all of them. He knew something was wrong. That's how you know your woman. Like, he was like, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she would be here. But yeah, like we said, uh, baby Genesis is alive and well, doing her little thing. This week's episode is brought to you by Ivy Reina. Listen, Ivy Reina is women's clothing and accessories for queens that are size small to 3X. Listen, y'all, it is starting to get warm outside. It's starting to time. It's about time to you know get some new dresses, get some new fits. It's time to start shopping because spring is coming soon. And Ivy Reina has all of the items that you will need. They've got some cute necklaces, cute dresses. I know that I'm going to be looking wonderful in my sunflower pictures that I get in the summer every single year. And you can get these items as well. Not only do they have items for us, but they've got items for the little queens in your life as well. Check them out at www.ivy.com. IvyRaina.com. Also on social media at Ivy underscore Raina. TikTok on Ivy Raina. And you can get 20% off when you use SWK20. That's 20% off when you use SWK20. Make sure that you check them out. Get something wonderful to wear this summer. And now enjoy the show. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what I'm about to say, that today is the day for you to start your podcast. You have everything that you need, your computer, a little microphone, and Spotify for podcasters. It is the all-in-one platform where you can host, edit, and record your podcast and distribute it everywhere. Where you're listening right now, you can have your podcast there. I promise, for real. And it's free. And you can make some money off of your podcast for free. Free money. Free money is out there. Just go get it by starting your podcast today. Streaming October 6th on Paramount Plus. First place I learned about death was a pet cemetery. Dead things buried in that land would come back. There's something else. Something's wrong with Timmy. He needs time to adjust. That's not Timmy. Something's talking through him. Sometimes dead. Is better. Pet Cemetery. Bloodlines. Rated R. Streaming only on Paramount Plus. This week's episode is brought to you by Ana Luisa Jewelry. Listen, we have been talking about Ana Luisa Jewelry for about two weeks now. And honestly, y'all, they're really great. Like, their jewelry starts at $39. Taz, I told y'all, I told y'all, y'all, she stole my jewelry. But she got the Robbie flat chain necklace, and I really really wanted it it looks really good on her and I asked her you know she's the jewelry person I you know you'll catch me outside without wearing no earrings she's always gonna have her jewelry on and I asked her and I asked her how it was she said listen I've been showering with it for like two weeks no problems it doesn't itch it looks wonderful with my other chains that I have and she's really satisfied with it and listen if anybody knows jewelry it's her I promise you it is not me and now you can get this jewelry as well from analuisa.com that's a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a Ana Luisa, and you can get 20% off because you know we got the discount for you you can get 20% off when you use our link in the bio that's analuisa.com slash 
killers a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a slash killers in the bio and get 20% off of Ana Luisa jewelry thank y'all so much for the jewelry that was sent to us and y'all let's get on with the show okay so as I was researching this case I read this article and it was talking about I think you know the first instinct that everybody's saying is oh she had a psychotic break because she wanted a baby so bad right Mm -hmm. but this lady she said she studies female crimes female violent crimes right and she said first of all out of all kidnappings cesarean kidnappings are like the smallest percent i'm sure this is a very rare crime like at the time this happened there had only this was like the 18th incident in the united states history right it's very rare but it was growing right and she said everybody's first instinct is to say that they wanted to be a mother so bad that they stole somebody else's baby she said that's almost never the motive she said what it really stems from is narcissism and ego and control and nine times out of ten these people are on the verge of losing their man and they're trying to get a baby to keep them wow who said that to this article the lady who studied i need you to give me a name so her name's Teresa Porter, a Connecticut state forensic psychologist That's who specializes wild. in female violence. Why? Not to keep, for my, not for my man. That's a that's a twist. You know? That's a twist. So like was she on the verge of breaking up with Steve or like losing Steven and was like maybe she really did lose her first child, right? And maybe that caused a rift between them. Cuz it will. You know? And she was just like the only way to save him to have a baby i have to get a baby wow but like i i always think they want a baby so bad they steal it and it was she said if that's the case all these moms out here who are infertile it would be a bigger population of people stealing babies Mm -hmm. she was like that's not it that's not what it's driven by you've blown my mind friend i'm not gonna (laughs) sit here i'm not even gonna hold you listen women that are having babies women period if something happens like there should be resources for you because Everybody I know is like, yeah, I had the baby. And they were like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, and if you fuck you need up. need a couple of extra milks. That's if and you're if on you, the formula, right? Right. And if you fuck up, we're sending you to prison. Like, <laughs> And that's the pressure that everybody's under. That's for people that have a wonderful, happy pregnancy. Think about the women that don't. Like, what resources are given to those women? You know what I'm saying? Like, to ensure that they are able to cope with such a personal loss i feel like that should be free and give and be accessible to women right off the bat i think a lot of it you know they uh uh, charge you for skin to skin yes you can't even have a baby (laughs) i'm telling you you know me you know if lord willing he charged me to to put my baby on my chest i saw somebody post a thing for that and i was like wow like having a baby is really expensive and i remember people uh some folks being like i'm not going to this hospital but they were like girl the hospital is like eight hundred dollars a visit i said they say though if you ask for an itemized receipt the bill might go down because they add on a whole bunch of extra stuff trying to charge the insurance and if you do it itemized they don't want it to show up so they'll take a lot of stuff off Mm, i like that pro tip tip. yeah (laughs) But, yeah, I just feel like why I don't even I've never gone through having a child, but I feel like if something would have happened as much as I know that I want this in my future. Right. If something would have happened, I know that I would be destroyed. And then you're going to just send me home. 
the hospitals, the hospital, the place that's supposed to help me is going to send me home. Mm-hmm. You're not going to send me to therapy. You're not going to bring somebody in to talk to me. You're just going to be like, so sorry for your loss. Bye. That's wild. They might and you expect me to give be you okay? a referral to therapy, but then even getting people, even people who know they need help or who know they're going through something, getting them to actually go to therapy. Niggas are scared of therapy. That's why it should be like, it should be a thing like at the hospital. It should be part of your recovery treatment. Like even if it's a group session at the hospital, like, and it'll be at the regular hospital. You know, you ain't, you ain't at the psych ward. You know, you just, you at the regular hospital because you, you lost, because you, mm-hmm. you had a loss, right? And maybe it's a two-day... After C-section, you got to stay there for a while because you got to, you know, make sure that you're ready to go. And same thing if you have a loss, you got to make sure that you're ready to go. And that means if you're supposed to be the hospital, if you're supposed to be helping me, if you're supposed to be making me better, that's supposed to be not just, like, if I'm physically okay, if I'm mentally but okay did she to even go, go to the hospital when she lost the baby? Was she pregnant? <laughs> I am just saying... Questions that need answers. I am just saying that this is something that I think should be standard mm-hmm. and accessible and could prevent a lot of tragedy across the board. Mm-hmm. So, there's my two cents. That's my soapbox. I'm staying on it. All right, y'all. It's time for... Well, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I didn't do it, but if I did, this is how I would have got away with it. Girl, I think you would have had to go get you a baby alive. Like, that's... It's, <laughs> that's all I can do for you. Like, you... What, what was going on? Like... I didn't do it, but I would have just gone me and got me a baby alive. Maybe had to pour a couple wine, glasses of wine and just cry that shit out. Sometimes you gotta. That's why therapy should be available for women at all. Because if if she was pregnant at some point in the year before, like, but see that's the thing, right? Available. Right. So thinking about this, right? Because I was on that shit too, right? But then take into account the statistics. If the motive was not that you lost your baby and wanted to replace your baby. If the motive was you need to save your man, a woman might get attached to that baby doll. A nigga is not. That's why, but if you go to therapy right after losing a baby, at some point it'll come out that your nigga ain't shit and you need to keep going put pressing on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This should I just should have been stopped so far before baby this. Baby alive, The fact Girl, that she went through you took eight months of fake pregnancy... I saw somebody do that, and they, like, had a baby shower, and the baby shower, it was a fox theme, and everybody was like, see, it's a fox. Foxes are sly, and they're thieves, because you know all the fables about foxes or whatever. <laughs> like, And she did. She faked her pregnancy, like, all the way, like, fake belly and everything. Listen. Y'all can't be that pressed for tax season. Like, can't be. Can't be. I just it's gotta like, be something new. My whole thing with telling these big-ass lies is, at some point, you're not going to be able to hide it anymore. You can't bring a wants, person. Who <laughs> wants to be that humiliated in the end? There's just no way out. She shouldn't be stealing nobody's baby. But why cut it out of somebody? Like, if she would have been one of those people that tried to steal a baby from the hospital, you probably would have got caught. But, like, I would have been like, damn, she's stupid. You know? But that's not murdering somebody and taking it. F- like, you could have. What would you have done if you actually did hurt that baby? Yeah. How would you have felt? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, they're talking about she was she was back there feeling suicidal and shit. But like, that was some crazy gruesome shit you did. You know what I mean? Yeah, you chopped her up and snatched her baby. That's such an intimate crime to cut a baby out of someone. In your final moments, you're just like, oh my gosh, my baby. Like, you know what I'm just wondering what's gonna happen to me? She gonna kill my baby? Like. And I just should have never stopped at this bitch's house. Right. 
I ain't do it, but if I did... She needed help one way or another. Whether she was pregnant or not, she needed help. I don't know. You just have to back this shit all the way up. It just went on way too long. I can't even do it. I ain't do it if I did because... You you was wrong across the board. She just lied for and I would And I don't think I would have done it. Like You know, <laughs> I couldn't get to that point. It's just... I'm 18, right? I wonder what the statistics is now. Hold on, let's see. You remember there was that... Um, there was a white woman that just got executed for doing the same thing. So it's really interesting that she got 40-something years, and she only got secondary murder. And, like, y'all, if anybody here is a New York lawyer, please reach out because, like, we were trying to do the difference, and it was not working out. Y'all more complicated in the North than we are in the South. It's murder, send them off. And a white woman did. She just got executed, not like, a couple years ago. I think this is the latest reports I could find, but as of October 2019, less than 23% of infant abductions involve violence. Fewer than 12% result in the death of the infant's mother, and just over 3% result in the death of the baby. And they said, like, ever since 1995, we get a fetal abduction every one to two years here in the United States. Mm, 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 mm. So it's not a crime that happens often, but wow, is it a gruesome one. yeah. And they're like, like it really takes a special type of person to do it. Like they call it fetal abduction, and then it was told to us as a womb raider. Yeah, womb womb raider. So I've heard three names: fetal abduction, cesarean abduction, okay, or cesarean kidnapping, and womb raider. But yeah, it's just it's, it's such a small crime. That's like asking me how would I eat the person? I just wouldn't. <laughs> I just wouldn't. Ooh, okay, y'all. That was getting tense. So let's all just take a moment to breathe. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm doing that with 222 Supply. 222 Supply is an herbal smoke shop. She sells various smoke supplies, including cases, jars, and containers to keep your flowers safe and fresh. Also, she sells herbal blends that are made of organic herbs with different holistic benefits. She sells herbal bath salts that make sure that you are just, you know, taking care of yourself. I know that you all are listening to a lot of true crime, and sometimes you need to take a break to take care of yourself. Listen, you can smoke these blends by themselves, and they're there to promote happiness and promote a lot of other things. I mixed a little bit of her herbs with a little bit of my herbs, and, you know, we mixed them together. I got the Pillow Princess, and it definitely felt like I was ready for bedtime. Check out her brand. It is at 222supply, and on Instagram at 222supply. Link, of course, is also in the bio. Take care of yourself, and remember... To breathe. Parole or no parole? I, girl, parole or no parole? Like, I, I would give you more than 40-something years, 45 years. You you wouldn't have... I'm sorry. It would be no parole and you would, like, have life without prison. I mean, life without possibility. Like, what? How you were charged with second-degree murder in the first place, I am still trying to figure out. Because... <laughs> come on. Come on now. So after 40 years, she'd be, what, 64? She can still... I know people in their 60s that are doing... Playing tennis and doing wonderful. And no, no, girl. 
Sorry, no. But isn't the point, is she going to do harm to society? Is she going to do this crime again? No, but this crime was... You're going to have to tell me what she's doing now because I understand people changing. That's what our show is all about. But this crime was particularly heinous that I I can't let you... mm -mm. Because if that was... If that was my baby, if that was me, if that was one of the babies that I care about's mother, no. Mm-mm. You left that man at the, that man was at the, all, look how much hurt you have done. Mm-hmm. On so many wet levels. On the wedding day, I would just be up there like, bitch, the wedding day? <laughs> you messed up the wedding day? Lock her up. If right. a bitch messed up my lo- wedding day, lock her up. Yeah, I don't know. I just, these be the parts where me and you disagree because you be like, mm-mm, we're done with her. And I'd be like, isn't the purpose to reform? And are, I, are we saying that she's unreformable? And I don't like saying that about people. I don't like to think that anybody is beyond growth or beyond change. Now, there are some people who is just innate in them and they don't show any remorse. It's fine. You can stay in the jail if you don't want to change. You ain't got to change, but you can sit right here. <laughs> Your situation won't change either. But, hmm. I think she could probably, 40, 40 years on its own sounds like a short time. Her getting out at 64 sounds like, uh. I mean, we hear stories of people that do have life without parole that are striving in prison mm-hmm. and are... As um, best they can. As, right? best, as best they can. They've found purpose. They've done, you know, they're programming. They're doing all of these wonderful things. But they are still serving their time. And, you know, I think that she can change lives and you know i really do think that those are sometimes the stories that are needed the most like the yes, ones who stay in there and still do this, good and still do good and still try don't to don't have a chance to exactly. get any better and still try to make something better exactly they try to um uplift the person that they know is, listen you only got five years i'm in here for the rest of my life so and people do the work from the inside huh? you got to because the the system ain't gonna do it and i know that that's a fucked up way of being like wow but you know you can find an angel at the most unlikely places, you know? So that's all I got to say about that. All right, you ready for reviews? All right, let's get some reviews. This one is from somebody, and they said, stop singing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was listening to while I was uh, going through the podcast. I think I think it's so funny how, like, I'll burst out in song, and you'll be like, and then this happened next after this. And I'm like, she just not even doesn't even acknowledge me anymore. Who, me? Yeah. No. It's literally how you talk. I'm from Metro Atlanta area, too. So the way you talk, laugh, and add commentary reminds me of home. Love the show, the blender, the black business features, and I didn't do it. Keep up the great work, ladies. So proud to see the growth in both of you and the show. All right. That's the end of the show. And that's the end of our show. Um, If... We're still in the month of whatever this month is. Oh, we're still in the month of March, so we still have an ad space special going on right now. Go ahead and get it while it's hot. Uh, you can email us about that, or if you just want to say hi, at sisterswhokillpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to email us telling us about all the ways in which we're wrong, which you guys do. That's totally fine. I <laughs> oh, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Everybody has been telling me how wrong I am <laughs> in the inbox saying Roger Lacaz is innocent. I heard he'll be Lacaze? home in. Lacaz? Lacaz? I, I could be wrong. Go ahead. Keep going. 
they are saying that he is innocent. He is coming home in two years. I was told he'll be home in two years. I went on Facebook just to do a poll to see what was y'all feeling. Everybody says they think it was Adam. I personally think it could have went every way. And they was like, no, Tess, you're wrong. It's not even kind to him, okay? It was Adam. Free Rogers, okay? So, you know, feel free to come and tell us what we're wrong about this week. Uh, I'm sure they will. Uh Uh-huh. We just tell the story, and we argue with each other just for, you know, story's sake. I mean, I can, we have our opinions about it, but at the end of the day, all I know is what's out there. And if you have something to add, feel free to add it. But I think I he can is, be swayed. I think that he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, featured on the Innocence Project and all of those things. So he's got, like, a crowd of people behind he him does. that support him. And um, they all wanted to tell you you were wrong. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so I anyways, thought I'd share that with y'all. <laughs> but I appreciate you also telling us that we're wrong in our emails. And yeah, not with love and kindness. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So anyways, uh, if you want to tweet us about maybe nicer things, uh, you can tweet us at Sisters Who Kill. You can follow us on Instagram at Sisters Who Kill Pod. You can follow us on TikTok at Sisters Who Kill Podcast. You can, I really want to do it like uh, Whitney do it. I really want to get there. Um, if you... <laughs> And you can join the discussion group. Make sure you answer all the questions to get in. If you ask any, if you invite any of your friends to get in, let them know that they have limited time to get those questions answered because I'll be in there clicking delete, 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 delete. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else, friend? Talk to us. We talk back. Bye.